Rise and exchange their lives. I wanna live till I die, make a difference, right? I wanna give those in need a reason to fight. I wanna live every day like it's my last night. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience, the podcast to help you shift your lifestyle in the areas of mindset, movement, and nutrition. That way, when you lose the fat, when you get strong, when you get healthy, and you look really good naked, that's the key. Looking really good naked, you can sustain it long term, long, forever, for until the day you die. That's the goal here. At least that's the goal for why I'm doing this. I want to help you look sexy <laughs> forever. So today, oh, and my name's Tyler Egan, and I'll be your host. Okay. Okay. So uh, first things first, actually, first things first, let's get, let's get some business out of the way. Cheers. Caffeine. Mm. Okay. So if you haven't already, and you have ever taken anything from any of these episodes, if I've ever brought any value to you in any of the episodes ever, I would really appreciate it if you could leave me a rate and review on iTunes. That stuff goes such a long way in helping me grow the show, helping me reach more people, and it gives people context as to why they should listen. It's just like an Amazon review. It's just like an Amazon review. Have you ever bought anything off Amazon or a review for like a Yelp review? It's like a Yelp review. There we go. If you ever bought anything off uh, or you went on Yelp to look up how good a restaurant was to hear other people have to say and then you're like oh i'm gonna go there because this sounds good these people seem to like it the rate reviews on itunes go work the same way it helps people understand why they should listen to the show like think about it if people if you guys like my show right if you like my show and no one ever leaves a rate review and then i get new people to come and they look at the rates and reviews and they see either none or they see shitty ones why would they stick around I don't know about you guys, but I would run for the hills. So the rates and reviews go a long way, and I would appreciate it if you guys could leave me one of those. And then with that being said, too, um, I think I announced it last week on my Instagram stories, and which also goes on my Facebook page, which I also post on TikTok. So it should be everywhere. I have recently restructured my coaching program. Uh, I want to, well, what I'm doing now is I'm offering different levels to it. And so I've had people reach out to me before who really just need a little bit of guidance with what they do in the gym. So they don't need like a full-blown coaching program. They just need workouts and maybe help with nutrition here and there. I have other people who like really need to work on their mindset and they need more accountability. So then I have like a second level to that where it's like more group support, more group trainings. And then I, I walk, I teach my clients all the things I know in a group setting. And then there's the next level, which is like the ultimate experience with me. You'll, you won't, you'll probably get annoyed by me. I'm just kidding. But we'll talk to each other all the time. It's just a lot more accountability from me to you. So if anyone's interested, there's a link in my bio. You can read more about my program and you can sign up to, what do you call it? You can do something. Oh, for a free consultation to, to learn more about it. As well as uh, the link, in, there's a link in my bio or I'm saying link in my bio as if I'm on Instagram. There's a link in the show notes for my mobility programs too maybe you don't want to work with me but like need help with mobility there's three programs in there for anybody who's got like no experience in the gym to some experience in the gym i'm working on putting together some other programs now too so now that that's all out of the way because something's got to keep the lights on here the podcast isn't something that i can just do for free at the end of the day like it actually does cost me money to have a podcast so got to keep the lights on somehow so without any further ado let me get into this shit Okay, today I want to talk about 
Today we're gonna talk about like why food quality is so important and you can go fuck your macros, seriously. Macros, calories, they're not nothing. I just, they're not as important as most of us are making them out to be. I'm gonna say that again, they're not nothing but the your calories in versus calories out are not as important as most of us are making it out to be. And there's a few reasons for this. For one, if you've been eating in a calorie deficit, if you've been depriving yourself of food for years and you still haven't lost weight, then it might be time to, to stop beating your head against a brick wall and evaluate, okay, why isn't this working for me? There's nothing wrong with you. Your body's doing something for a reason. And sometimes I wonder how many people are immediately jumping to the conclusion that like there's something wrong with them and that's why it's not working and they're just destined to be overweight, fat, unhealthy, whatever it is. And so if it hasn't been working for you, first things first, and you've been doing it for a while, there's a good chance that you're you're throwing your hormones out of whack, which is, it might sound bad, but you know what? It's actually a really good thing because now we have a solution to restore and rebalance your hormones. And so that's the first thing, the first reason why it's so important. The second reason why it's so important is because our body has needs. We have vitamins and minerals that we need to get in for our body to function optimally, ideally, to reach a level of health that you're aiming for. And without these vitamins and minerals, it's really hard for your body to be able to function at its best. And so we, we need to get real whole nutrient dense food so we can get these vitamins and minerals, like the vitamins, vitamin, like water soluble vitamins, like the B vitamins, vitamin C, fat soluble vitamins like A, D, E, K, those types of things, they're all important. They all have a role to play in our body. I mean, even if you like, so if you think about your body and all these vitamins and minerals, like uh, like a big, like Amazon, right? Like you have, I don't know, Jeff, I don't think Jeff Bezos is actually in charge anymore, but you have Jeff Bezos running the show. Let's just say he is. I'm sure there's a new CEO, but you have all of the people underneath, like the the managers and the store managers and the managers of the people who deliver everything, the delivery drivers people who probably pick items at the store, like all of the things, all these warehouses have all these people that work there. So it's not just like Jeff Bezos and that's it. There's like hundreds of thousands of employees and they all have a role to play. And if somebody, like if one delivery driver doesn't show up, that means somebody else probably has to make up for it. And the same thing is happening in your body right now. If you're missing like vitamin A, then something else is gonna have to give. Your body is going to shut down some type of function, some organ or some extremity isn't going to receive the nutrients it needs for whatever function it needs to do. So let's just take joint pain for an example. There's a whole host of vitamins and minerals that are important for your body to heal joint pain. A whole host of them. There are, um, what are they called? It's something, they're like blueberries. I'm totally drawing a blank on it right now. They kill free radicals anti-inflammatory i guess it's a, that's just it that's just it they're anti-inflammatory there are certain vitamins and minerals that are anti-inflammatory and so they can really help mitigate the amount of inflammation that is in your body or uh, that is in a certain joint and so this comes from whole foods right so you could eat 200 calories worth of blueberries like a yogurt with blueberries like 200 calories right but you could have a 200 
calorie protein bar with the same macros, but you're going to be getting way more nutrients from the yogurt and the blueberries than you will from the protein bar. And so that's why like just simply looking at your macros is not going to be sufficient enough in the long term. Especially and like and this is where I think it really comes down to the this is where it's the most important. What is your goal? Okay, you want to lose weight. I get it. You want to be healthier, right? Being healthier isn't just about your weight. Now, I think your weight could be a good representation of your health. And I think that's where a lot of people go with this. Or at least that's what I've experienced so far with my clients. Their health just seems to be an indication of, or their weight just seems to be an indication of their health. And so if your ultimate goal is to be healthy, and of course, with that comes a normal weight, then what you want to do is focus on more nutrient-dense foods so you can get the nutrients that your body needs to thrive. Thriving equals health, right? But you could eat in a calorie deficit. You could focus just on your macros, not care about the quality of your food, and you may find yourself hitting a brick wall all the time. Because for one, these, like I said, you're missing on you're missing out on vitamins and minerals, right? There's macronutrients, protein, carbs, fats. There's micronutrients, vitamins A through K, and I think they're I don't think there's like a vitamin G or anything, but vitamins like A through K. Some are water soluble, some are fat soluble. Then there's the minerals. We got like iron, we got magnesium, we got manganese, we got phosphorus, we got potassium, calcium, sodium. Yes, salt is a necessary nutrient. You need it. And so you're getting those from the whole foods, whereas from the processed food, you're not getting any of that. You're just getting the macronutrients. And macros are important. They're important, but, but, if you focus on just macros and you eat a lot of processed food, you're missing out on a lot of the micronutrients that your body really needs to thrive and for your metabolism to function at its best. So if you think you have a slow metabolism right now, my question to you is what kind of foods are you eating? What is the nutrient density of the foods that you're eating? The other thing with eating the processed foods, even if the macros are equivalent, you know, even if you're eating equivalent macros with a whole food meal and a processed meal, even if the macros are equivalent, the processed meal is more likely to inflame your body. And a chronic inflammation is linked to just about every major disease. Obesity, metabolic syndrome, diabetes, cancers, heart disease, all of the things. So if you choose whole foods, and it'll help reduce your inflammation in your body, which will help support a healthy metabolism. Okay, so that's a couple of points right there. We got whole foods versus nutri or whole foods versus processed foods. You could have the same macros, but the processed food is more likely to inflame your body, whereas the whole foods are not. The whole foods are not. They're actually going to reduce inflammation. They're going to help with satiety. So if you find yourself always having cravings and you're always hungry, it's like, well, what kind of foods are you eating? What kind of foods are you eating? This is really important. If you're always having cravings, I actually had someone reach out to me a few weeks ago about like carb cravings. And my first question to this person was, what kind of foods are you eating on a daily basis? What does your daily uh, nutri 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 nutrient intake look like? Because if you're eating shitty food, it's more likely that you're going to have cravings. Cravings aren't inherently a bad thing. Sometimes these cravings are just your body being like, yo, yo, motherfucker, I need this thing. I need this nutrient. And so I made it, I've shared some posts about this on Instagram before. And if, and if you're any of my, if this is, any of my clients are listening right now, you've heard me talk about this, but some of these nutrients are 
some are, let me rephrase our body is giving us a sign that we need certain nutrients. And so one of the most common ones that I find absolutely fascinating is women going through their menstrual cycle often crave chocolate. And there's like a stereotype. It's like a, just a woman thing, but like, it's not, it's actually because, uh, during a certain phase of their cycle, they're depleted of magnesium and chocolate's high in magnesium. Therefore they crave it because their brain has an association with magnesium and chocolate. And it's the same thing. Like if you have a craving for chips, it could be that you're just depleted in sodium. And so your brain has made the association with chips and salt, right? I mean, there's like some certain fatty acids that your body's deprived of, like omega-3s, and your body has an association with fatty acids and like highly refined processed foods or something. There's a reason for some of these things. So if, I mean, and if you crave, if you're craving something sweet, it could be like maybe your blood sugar's low. And so it's your body giving you a sign like, hey, maybe it's trying to bump this thing up. Or maybe you're, I think the word's famished, but you're, you feel like low energy. And so your body starts craving sugar because sugar gives you that instant rush, but it's not really sugar that your body needs. It just needs a little bit of extra energy, a little bit of extra carbs. So if you just eat a banana, you'd probably be in good shape, right? So these cravings aren't even necessarily a bad thing. It's your body. It's your body trying to tell you something like, yo, listen, yeah, we have, we have a need here. It's just like when you're like, if you have a son or a daughter, like a baby, an infant, and they start crying, you know, it's your job as a parent to interpret their needs before they can speak. And I am like thoroughly impressed by how well parents do this. And it's, it's, it's the same thing. You're, you're like, I, I've shared this idea with people before, but like, I highly encourage people to look at it like this. Like your body is a child, your brain and your mind is the adult, right? Your, your body can't necessarily interpret things in the way your mind can. Our mind is evolved. Our mind, uh, the human mind is evolved with logic and reason through all the information we've accumulated over the years, but your body still functions like we are living like cavemen. And so it's giving you a sign. Listen to it. Cravings aren't bad. Cravings aren't necessarily bad. Now, let me emphasize this one part when it comes to cravings. If you have an addiction to food and it's a very real thing, then that's different. And you have to be real with yourself about that. I've talked with my clients about this before. If you have an addiction to food, it's a way different story. And you have to be honest with yourself about that. And so I just kind of want to briefly talk about something. This like I'm going to kind of pivot here into why whole foods is even more important than just focusing on macros and stuff. Because again, you can hit your macros all day, but if you're not eating whole foods, you're not getting all the vitamins and minerals. And let me just kind of give you a list of a few vitamins or vitamins and minerals here that are vital for um, metabolism. So we have the B vitamins. So um, I'm not gonna try to pronounce all these things, but like riboflavin, niacin, panathenic acid, biotin, B6, B12, they're all important for our metabolic pathways. They help convert food into energy and are involved in the metabolism of carbohydrates, fats, and proteins. So all those B, B vitamins are vital to convert food into energy so that your body can use it. So all the most of the B vitamins, it looks like, most of the B vitamins are important to help convert food into energy and are involved in the metabolism of all three macronutrients. So if you're just eating crappy food, but you're hitting your macros, you're not, you might not be getting these B vitamins, which help convert the food into energy. The next one is magnesium. Magnesium is a mineral. It's like, it's considered one of the electrolytes. It's a lot of people, a lot of us are deficient in this bad boy. It's, uh, it's involved in the production of ATP, the energy currency of our body. And magnesium also helps to regulate blood sugar 
and is important for metabolism, carbohydrates, and fats. It's also really important for your muscle tissue to relax, magnesium. Magnesium is also really important for muscle tissue to relax. So that's another important one, which again, if you're eating a bunch of processed food, even if you're sticking with your macros, you might not be getting magnesium. The next one up is zinc. Zinc is a mineral that is also involved in a metabolic process, in many metabolic processes, including protein synthesis, carbohydrates, uh, carbohydrate metabolism, and the and regulation of gene expression. Regulation of gene expression. That sounds pretty important. Important. It also plays a role in the metabolism of fatty acids and helps regulate your insulin. So zinc sounds pretty fucking important. If you're eating. Even if you're hitting your macros and you're hitting, you're hitting your macro numbers, you might not be getting zinc. And if you're not getting zinc, you're missing out on its important role in protein synthesis, carbohydrate metabolism, metabolism of fatty acids, and to help regulate your insulin levels. Next up is iron. Iron is important for metabolism of oxygen in the body. It is a key a component of hemoglobin, the protein in red blood cells that carries oxygen from the lungs to the body tissue. It's also involved in energy metabolism and helps regulate the production of thyroid hormones. So if you're actually one of my clients, I've, I've talked to quite a few uh, women that don't necessarily work with me about them having thyroid issues. I've talked to quite a few people about this one. It's actually a very common thing, especially women um, north of 40, it seems like, at least in my experience so far. And so I'm going to invite all of you, all you ladies who may have thyroid issues or it runs in the family or maybe you're concerned about it. Are you getting enough iron? Iron is a key component component in hemoglobin, the protein in red blood cells. Um, and also is involved in energy metabolism and helps regulate the production of thyroid hormones. This is iron, okay? So it might be worth evaluating. Last up is vitamin D. Vitamin D is another important one for metabolism. It is important for the metabolism of calcium and phosphorus, which are essential for bone health. And it also plays a role in insulin sensitivity and glucose metabolism, so sugar metabolism. So those five, right? So we just have B vitamins, but that's, you know, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven of them right there. Magnesium, zinc, iron, and vitamin D, right? And so here's some foods you can get them from. Okay, so we're talking about the B vitamins. You can get some, get them from like whole grains. Um, I highly recommend sprouted whole grains if you can. So like sprouted brown rice, um, oats, things of that effect. You can get them from quinoa, legumes, Again, go sprouted, more bioavailable, more digestible. Lentils, chickpeas, black beans, things of that sort. Dark leafy greens, spinach, kale, broccoli, nuts and seeds, almonds, sunflower seeds, flax seeds. And then we can go with eggs, dairy, meat, and fish. Usually pretty high in B vitamins. I know um, like beef liver is high in B vitamins. Okay, magnesium, again, dark leafy green. Sounds like you can't go wrong there. Nuts and seeds, almonds, cashews, pumpkin seeds. Whole grains such as brown rice, quinoa, whole wheat. Again, if you can, go sprouted. Legumes, black beans, lentils, chickpeas, things like that. And then fish are a good source of magnesium. I did not know that one. That's pretty cool. Um, next up is zinc. So beef, lamb, shellfish like oysters, crabs, lobsters, poultry, chicken and turkey, legumes, again, such as lentils, chickpeas, black beans, nuts and seeds, cashews pumpkin seeds and sesame seeds. Iron, red meat's a good source of this. Uh, I cannot emphasize, emphasize this enough. I have a client who struggles with red meat um, and I talk to her all the time about focusing on the quality of the red meat to see if it would make a difference. I don't know if she has yet, 
but red meat if you're gonna go and if you have any issues with it like the quality matters go for grass-fed grass-finished beef it's the best bet apparently they're carrying it like everywhere these days so quality over quantity poultry such as chicken and turkey actually you know i might have to do an episode on how to navigate the marketing bs of all of the meat and animal products out there because it's been a fascinating journey for myself okay so we're still on iron side red meat poultry seafood clams oysters legumes lentils kidney beans chickpeas and then leaf dark leafy greens again so it sounds like getting some dark leafy greens into your diet is going to be a good call my friends then vitamin d fatty fish like salmon sardines mackerel egg yolks good source um, you can get it from some fortified products, but uh, I, I always question how bioavailable that is. Like how much can your body absorb with the vitamin D in these products? I have no fucking clue. I have no idea. I'm not convinced it's a lot. So get out in the sun and get naked. Get naked out in the sun. That's your best bet. <laughs> um, you can also get it from mushrooms. I think it's a D2. It's not D3. So there's that. And so one last point i want to hit on because my friend holly from small c bar she hit on this in a post last week about like or maybe it was like two weeks ago anyway the nutrient density of the food in the stores these days is nothing compared to what it used to be so i was like looking into this a little bit and there's two studies that i looked at and one study in the journal of american college of nutrition compared the nutrient content of 43 different fruits and vegetables between 1950 and 1999 the study found that the levels of key nutrients like protein, calcium, iron, vitamin C, and vitamin C had declined. And it declined by up to 38%. And that's just up until 1999. I feel like in the last 20 years since then, it's probably gotten even worse. So if in 49 years, it decreased by 38%, you know, we're halfway there now. Let's just call it up to another 50%, at least that the nutrient density of the foods, foods has declined. And then uh, a similar review published in the Journal of Nutrients reported that the nutrient density of several crops, including wheat, barley, and potatoes, has declined by from 6% to 37% over the past 30, 50 years. So in 50 years, we're looking at a 30% decrease in the nutrient quality of the food. So the, the, bioavailability, the availability of the nutrients in the food. And so if the, nutrient, if the food itself isn't even nutrient dense, then we're already at a disadvantage. So going and opting for more processed food when your calories are limited, like you can't just go eat and whatever, might not be the best bet in the long run because your body still needs these nutrients, whether you want to admit to it or not. And like the thing is we have free will, guys. We can do whatever we want. So you don't have to eat these things, but your body is going to require some of these nutrients. And so eating or getting fruits and vegetables from like local sources or organic is going to be the best bet because it's the best bet at them having the nutrient density to them um, with locally grown like you, you you can know how they're you can ask them how it's being grown but like our soil has been depleted of nutrients it's being like rapidly depleted and so if you can locally grown and organic is definitely the best way to go I know it's not always easy. I know it's a little bit more expensive, but it's definitely worth it. And my question to everybody is just like, well, what's your health worth? Like, can you put really put a price tag on your health? And most people say no, but then they do. And so my next question to you is like, can you find ways to cut money, cut expenses in other areas of your life so that you can focus on the quality of your food more? I don't ask that question lightly because I know there's a lot of things that everybody likes to have in their life. I used to play a lot of video games. I used to watch a lot of TV. 
a couple years ago when I really committed to my health, this was like three years ago, I sold my TV. I sold all my video games. I got rid of, I sold my Xbox. I said, sold every single video game. I sold all my old, old sneakers. I because I had like 15 pairs of Kobe's for some reason. I sold my Nintendo DS with all my Pokemon games. And I don't think anybody understands how much I love fucking Pokemon, but I sold all of it. I sold every last game because I was that committed to my health that I was willing to invest in the better quality food so that I would feel better. And it's been the greatest investment I've ever made in my life because it's an investment in me. And every time you go to the grocery store, you are investing in yourself. You are investing in yourself. You are 100% investing in yourself, guys. So I cannot emphasize this enough. Like, Focus on the quality of the food. Buy the best quality food that you can find. Buy the best quality food that you can afford. Cut other bullshit out of your life. You don't need the fancy new watch or the sneakers or the clothes or the things. All of it's for nothing unless your body is healthy. Or at least that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. So I think I covered a lot of ground here, guys. This is like super important. Why nutrient density is way more fucking important than your macros and your calories. And I'm not saying they're nothing. They're not nothing. Macros and calories are important. Energy balance is important. But what's how important is it if your body's chronically inflamed and deficient in a whole host of nutrients because you're just focused on processed food and macros? That's the question I really like want to pose to people. How important are your macros if you're nutrient deficient in all of these key vitamins and minerals that play a huge role in your metabolism, how important are your macros then? And how important are your macros if you're chronically inflamed because you're eating processed food? That's the question I pose to everybody. And if you don't think it matters, well then you know what? Peace out. So thank you everybody for tuning in and listening to today's podcast. This was a really good one. You should go back and listen to this one again. A lot of good nuggets in here about nutrient density and why you need it. One of the things I think I shared last week when we're talking about consistency is on gaining new information. And maybe you struggle with consistency in your nutrition. Gaining new information like this can further ingrain into your brain. Ooh further ingrained into your brain how important it is to focus on the quality of your food. That way you can stay more consistent in that area of your health and fitness. So thank you everybody for tuning in. If you haven't already, please leave a rate and review on iTunes. It will help me. It helps so much more than you realize. Um, if you want to connect with me anywhere, all the links will be in the show notes. Share the podcast with a friend on your Instagrams. I'd really appreciate it. And peace out.